Welcome to the second series of the Musa Stories podcast, delivering short but engaging midrashim designed for children to discuss with their parents and for parents to discuss with their children. A morsel of medrash for Parshas Kisavo. Kids, who knows how many brachos are in benching? I mean, benching after eating bread. There are four brachos. The last one starts... You know that one. And it ends. And that's the end of the mitzvah of Birkas HaMazon. So what are all of those harachamons all about? Did you ever wonder? That's not benching. It's over. Benching's over. The harachamons are tefilos, asking Hashem for all types of things. Nothing to do with food. The same question we could ask about after Shimona Esrei. What's the last bracha of the 18? Ba-shalom. Ha-mavoreches amo Yisroel ba-shalom. So what are the prayers after Shimona Esrei doing? What are they doing? You know, Elokai Nitzor Lashoni Meiro. In fact, the Gemara Brachos has a whole long page of different tefilos that each Chacham used to say after they daven Shimona Esrei. Elokai Nitzor is just one of them. But what's it all about? What's it doing after davening Ishman Esrei? We finished uh, davening already. Why add more and more? And the same thing is with a Jewish wife who davens all types of tefillos after she lights Shabbos candles. Why? What's the connection? Well, kids, the answer to these questions can be found in this week's Medrash Tanhuma. Says the Medrash, Come and look how potent, how powerful is the prayer that comes from someone who just did a mitzvah. The Medrash calls it Pischoin Peh, the opening of his mouth, meaning his words have a lot of pull, a lot of protectia in Shamayim. A person who just performed a mitzvah has major influence in Shamayim. He can make things happen. Imagine you want to make a meeting with the president. What should you do? Call the White House? You won't get the president on the phone. But you know the senator of your state. You are rich, so you pay him in order to get involved. But the senator can't get through the meeting with the president either. He needs to make a special meeting with the president's chief of staff. That also costs money. So you have to give even more money to the senator. And the chief of staff can only ask the vice president for a meeting. That will also be for pay. Then you meet with the vice president and you tell him you really need to talk to the president himself. So next time he should bring the president to the meeting and you finally have a date. It already costed you so much money, and now you bring a lot more to the second meeting for the vice president. But the president doesn't show up. He's too busy. The vice president tells you, wait until April. Things will be calmer. We make a meeting while he's on an Alaskan spring cruise boat. But that's more and more money. Even if you eventually get an audience with the president, who says he'll fill your request? Maybe the president won't consider you important enough to deal with. Or maybe Hisham won't want to. Or maybe what you ask is just physically beyond the president's power. But kinderlach, says the Medrash, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not that way. Look at the farmer in this week's Parshas Kisavo. He has a pomegranate tree. He's got fig trees and a grapevine. Our Jewish farmer goes down to his orchards and he looks for a baby fruit just coming out. He puts a red reed around it, a tiny pomegranate, a small fig. Our farmer 
ties a red reed around it to bring it as Bikurim after Shavuos. Same with the baby cluster of grapes. So they ripen. He picks the fruit and puts them in a basket. Our farmer then travels to Yerushalayim and brings the basket and stands in the middle of the Azara, in the courtyard of the Beis HaMikdash and begins to ask mercy for himself. Our farmer prays for the Klal Yisrael in general and for the entire land of Israel. Not only that, but our farmer is given so much importance that he can say, like Choni Hamagel said, I'm not moving from this place until you do what I need today. Who is he already? Moshe Rabbeinu? How can our farmer pray with such confidence? He's just a regular farmer. The answer is, he is not just a regular farmer. He is a Yid who had just performed a mitzvah. He brought Bikurim. Boy, does he have pull. His words count in Shemayim. Now you understand the, the answer to our questions. When a Yid benches, he is not a plain Yid. When you bench, you bench. You're not a plain Yid. You're a Yid who performed a mitzvah that makes you important. So important in Shemayim that now it's time to daven all the harachamons. You'll get answered. And after Shemun Esrei, you've just completed the mitzvah of tefillah. Tefillah is chaviv in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu more than all of the good deeds and cherished more than all the karbanos. That's what it says in Medrash. Now you're really chashuv. Add some prayers. You'll get answered. Same goes for after candle lighting. Your mother just became a super chashuv isha in Shamayim. She's not a plain lady anymore. So she pours out her heart in prayers to Hashem. She knows she'll be answered. So now you know how great you are. When you perform a mitzvah, you become an extra special person in Shemayim. For more stories, visit our website, musharstories.com.